So, I think most people, if they're upset about a certain thing, or if it's sort of like a, a systematic um, moment, I guess, where lots of people are um, upset with something, uh, it's often due to misunderstanding. Right, there's some sort of cultural event that happens, and there is considerable misunderstanding on one side of the story, whether it is the um, you know, the people that that everybody is upset with, or the you know, the the other side, whatever that would be, right? And it's almost always that it gets conflated, I guess, with um, media and how media gets, uh, presents things. And the, the longer I've been sort of viewing life and seeing things, I'm almost always like, well, that's not the story that should be told. And it's not the, 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 the way to sort of view things, right? And, and it's often, I don't like to blame the media because they're just, um, you know, they figure out what sort of works with the environment and then they display what works, right? It's not quite like quick clickbait, although some of it is, but it's figuring out what works with the environment to get people kind of emotionally riled up and click on things, right? It's been going on for probably millennial where, where sort of new spreads like that. And, and it's often, you know, the sort of surface level understanding. And then when you really get down to it and you understand what's truly going on, it's almost always a misunderstanding. It's always people just don't understand the situation. They don't really get it. And, you know, one of these moments right now, and the reason why I was thinking about this is there is um, misunderstanding with tenure in the tenure process and how it actually works and what it represents, right? So one way in a university environment that people, and this is the, the story that's told and yet it's absolutely wrong, that it's a job for life and you can't fire the people that get tenure. Well, first of all, you can absolutely fire people that get tenure. Um, and, you know, it doesn't happen as much as, as, as other circumstances, but if they do something that is really egregious, right, just like in any other workplace, you get fired, right? And it's the same thing as any other workplace. Um, if there is somebody that is a good employee, it's just a mark of we want these. So the, the other way to look at it is it's a mark, it's a um, celebration, it is a milestone to recognize that we want these people working at our um, institution and working at our, our company, our organization. That's the opposite side of, of viewing things. And, you know, how do I know this, right? How do I know that this is going on and, and it's not the, the job for life kind of thing? Um, well, I could tell you that everybody that I know that is a full professor, um, that, and, and it takes 15, 20 years to become a full professor of working within the university system of by the time you start with your assistant professor. 
And, and I could say that that is, you know, I could tell you that everybody I know that's a full professor he, he works a, like just ungodly amounts um, and they're always working. They're doing all sorts of stuff all the time. Right. And I could tell you that and you're not going to believe me. Um, the other thing that I can say is how the process actually works to get tenure. Well, what you have to do is write letters. Uh, you you often have to get, you know, the sort of portfolio together, which is pages and pages and pages of this is, uh, you know, this is why I should get tenure at this place. And that's basically what the application or portfolio says, right? Or dossier or whatever. And it's, a hundred pages. Let's just say that. Like it's really long, um, and and you have to document all sorts of stuff. Well, that that's one part of it, right? And you're sort of doing a um, application or a you know um, you're you're applying for the job basically. But then another way to sort of look at it is there's these outside letters that are often written written in these outside letters. Um, are usually by by other professors at better or similar schools around the world, right? And it's their job to qualify the people that are being um, assessed. And, and these outside letters are often, um, you know, it's very common to get these outside people to, there's two responses that you get. So you got to send out, um, a, you know, the top institute, uh, some institutions, it's five letters, sometimes it's 10 letters. And there's two signals that are read, right, that people get. How many letters did you get back when, when you asked? Um, and then, you know, the other one is, did they actually say that, that you grant you tenure? Did, do you, should you get tenure? Um, and by the way, this is all supposed to be um, as best as it can be done, sort of anonymous um, and, you know, sort of thinking about the field of like uh, people assessing who those particular people are. Right. And it's their job to be discerning and to be critical. And you could say, OK, well, those professors just let everybody in. Right. Those letter writers let everybody in. Well, the standard is actually really high, and almost always they um, they 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 are critiquing in a way as if you are unbiased, right? And you get sort of variants. You get people that are very strict, and you get other people that are not strict, um, and you get more people that are really quite strict with it. And they, they take these jobs seriously, right? It is it is a large ask. They have to read all of these, like 100 pages. Then they have to make a letter, which is going to be three or four pages long of what is going on, right? Of, of um, what their assessment is. And they have to go through lengthy detail of this. So they don't want to do it. Um, and they're in a pissy mood to actually do it, right? And it's really like they just don't want to do it. That's that's time away taken from from things that they want to do. And if you think about that, um, that they're doing this 
right? And if you have five, ten people that are doing this, a couple of them are pissy. They all, they always are, right? They're, they're going to be upset or one, one or two are going to be upset. And that's what people focus on is that one that's upset, right? And if it says, you know, reject, everybody is going to, and it's done by committee. It's done by multiple layers in the university. And they all basically say, reject this person because this one letter writer said, reject. Um, and so what I'm getting at is that the process and what's happening is that people are looking at you and where, how much, based on what you are doing, and they're making an investment and they're using their own name. They're, they're, they're saying, do I believe that this person's actually going to be a good investment in the future for the money that it's actually worth and the effort that it's actually worth to invest in these particular individuals? And if you view it that way, as this, I mean, it's, just, it's a really arduous task for everybody that's involved. It's a lot of work. If you view it this way and you sort of see it as a sort of investment, because what's happening is they don't want that these people are gatekeepers, right? These letter writers are gatekeepers. They don't want people in the field that is going to tarnish the name of the research that they're doing or that pulls down the research effort, their own efforts that they put in for many, many years in this particular field, right? So it also takes this one person that is going to do something that's real sketch and take that down the entire field. Uh, and then that field has a bad name forever, right? So they are really cautious on this. Um, and what you have to remember is that if you view this as an investment, between the, you know, everybody sort of placing a bet on this individual, they're probably going to be pretty cautious and they are not going to want to invest in this particular individual unless they believe in this individual. So I want you to sort of think, you know, if it is his job for life and it's easy to get and all that kind of stuff, then, um, wouldn't we presume that everybody would just check mark things off, right? Wouldn't that be the presumption? But um, what time did you ever have a professor that taught you at a at a, a respectable place? And what time did you ever have a check mark from them that they didn't really, um, you know, do anything discerning? At what time was it easy to actually get into the top programs in, in, in the country, whatever field that you're in, right? You want to go into, you go to Harvard or wherever. It's never easy. It's never easy. And we, we can see it from the, the high school, the college of like, ooh, it was really hard to get into that. And yes, um, you know, sometimes people pay to get into those colleges, but it really does not happen that much um, with the whole tenure process because it's a different group of people that are making the call. Um, it's not the administrators generally that make that call. It's the professors that are making that call and there's no money that's tied to them. So um, I want you to sort of take this as, okay, once you understand the process and you walk through it and you think about it, it's like, it's a different process. It's not a job for life. It's not a bunch of sort of grouping people together and um, sort of viewing it as like, it's easy to get and all that kind of stuff. It's actually a grueling process 
and a bunch of people don't get it. Um, and they, they know that they're not going to get it, so they don't even try to get it. And it's just absolutely grueling throughout the way. So if you understand it's grueling, then you'll understand, okay, once they get it, they probably are the same kind of people. They're very consistent. And they're going to be the same kind of people that are going to excel in the future and be good, um, you know, good colleagues, good people to be. Um, so colleagues is a bad name because it sort of views it as clubby. It's really not. It's ruthless, right? The whole field, every scientific field is ruthless. And um, so it's not clubby. It's not colleagues. It's like you're... you're um, group of people that you're going to be working with. And you have to um, view the challenges that you've, that the whole challenging process is a predictor of what people are going to do. And that's why I never run into a single person that I know of, unless they're just, you know, very much nearing like a, a year or two away from retirement or, you know, a couple of ways from years from retirement that I see people actually um, pull back, but most people are not that way. They, they work all the way through. In fact, a lot of people work well past what is normal for retirement and it's hard to kick them out because they love to work. Um, and it, and the, the challenge then is once you view this as an investment, right? It's a different story, right? The challenge is, um, that the misunderstanding that we have, right? The misunderstandings that we have is how do we go about communicating this? How do we tell this story where, um, you know, it's it's far different than what the outside world thinks, right? And, and the processes are completely different. It's not, it's not a job for life in any sort of way. People move all the time. You can look at their uh, um, resumes, uh, CVs or whatever you want to call them. And you'll see that people move all the time. And we have to sort of take a different view on this and realize, that, um, you know, we, we the challenges is where it's going to go. The challenge is um, working through these misunderstandings so that um, people have an idea of what it is. And I think the only way that we could do that is be more forthright, be more open with what exactly goes on. All right. Take care and have a wonderful day.